Top of the morning to you, Steve Tiber, along with Mike Fiella. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a production of Eight Days of Hope. Michael, good morning oh, on this Easter weekend. You just took the words out of my mouth. I was so excited. I am so excited. It's always an awesome season, uh, Easter season, of course, weather around here, but really, I don't mean this cliche, the reason for the season or whatever, but it's the resurrection of Amen. Lord Jesus. I'm, I'm excited to celebrate it Amen. With family and church. And, so it, it, it is one of the two Sundays of year, a, a year that some people who traditionally don't go to a church will right. attend church. And so you're hearing this the day before Easter, right? Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's That's the big right. day. That's the day. And so you get a chance today um, you know, I, I, to invite somebody. And that's where I was right. going. Last week I was visiting a church and I was speaking at Life Church, one of our right. partners. Our sponsor. Yes. Our sponsor, yeah. I love Pastor Pete and the team down mm-hmm. in West Seneca. And he was saying that one of the stats that is used in the church network of information, I don't know if that's such a thing. I just made it up. But. <laughs> it sounds good, though. Yeah, so okay, sure. Oh, I love right. it. <laughs> is 80% of the people you invite to church will come. Hmm. 80%. Really? Yes. Yeah, now, so, is it because of the holiday or is, is it just... Well, I mean, think about it. You normally would invite someone to church because you have a relationship with them. Right. And because they do and are interested in church at least a couple times a year, right? Because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, Man, so I'm just praying this weekend. uh, Mm. I'm praying about who I'm going to invite. I really want our family to invite somebody to go to church and... Yeah. Um, maybe take them out for a bite to eat afterwards. But, man, a lot of good food this weekend, oh, too, Mike. Oh, I'm telling you, my wife is pulling out the, the ham and the sausage. She's making, she's making cookies last night, too, for oh dessert. My gosh. I, I, I just oh, I just walk in the house, and you smell this, and you say, can we start now? <laughs> no, and you didn't bring any to us? Well, I, I kind I, of munch I, on, Mike? Look, I promise I... I promise that'd be real good. Okay. Hey, after you gave me that fruit last show, I took care she, of you. I've been trying to trying to taper it down and oh, do what's right. Yeah, I'm okay. lying to you now. <laughs> uh, well, hey, it's been an amazing week for Eight Days of Hope. You know, we've mm. had volunteers out in Omaha, Nebraska. Yes. People listening in Western New York or through our website, eightdaysofhope.com, where we have every broadcast archived there. Uh, as many people know, we've been in Nebraska serving the flood victims in the Midwest. Okay. Boy, right. what a mess. That's right. What a mess. Saw a lot of the uh, pictures on Facebook of the mudding and, you know, just taking, I mean, taking the house and actually gutting it to the studs and then having to rebuild from there. So. You know, these families uh, lived in, some of them lived in a non-flood zone, a thousand-year flood zone, but the waters and the melting of the snow, it all just came in one big swoop. Uh, We had about uh, 300 people, maybe a little bit less than that, go for uh, about 17, 18 days. Uh, yeah, Faithful Dan Garrick servants. left from Buffalo, New York. Oh, yeah. One of our rapid response managers. And uh, we pulled equipment from Buffalo okay. uh, out of our Northeast satellite on Kensington mm-hmm. Avenue. And so uh, everything will be on its way back and okay. be back um, ready to go for the next trip. But, you know, it's amazing how God opens up doors. These disasters, they're terrible things. Right. And, and, you know, a listener might be out there saying, why are you guys talking about disasters? What's Eight Days of Hope? Eight Days of Hope, we're a faith-based ministry. We love and serve people in need. For the most part, after disasters, after natural disasters, we started after Katrina. We now have helped 5,205 families rebuild their homes for free, Mike, over the last 13 years. Absolutely free. So we get into an area, and uh, how do we connect with these families? How does that that whole play out? For those that might not know, it's, it's, I mean, they might be listening and say, well, that's great, but how do you actually connect with that many families? I mean, are there yeah. organizations in the area? We know the churches step up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we have two really prominent arms of the ministry, an arm that goes anywhere within a day. That's called our rapid response team. Right. They were in, uh, they were just uh, in uh, Nebraska, and they were in Alabama early this year with the tornadoes. And that team goes within one day, and you're right, we get a lot of information from local churches. We'll just very quickly reach out to all the different churches, different denominations, saying, hey, do you have somebody in your church, a widow, elderly family, single couple, just somebody that has nowhere to turn, where do you want us to go serve? And usually within a day, Mm -hmm. you get anywhere between 40 and 100 requests for assistance. Well, you know, I'd encourage the listeners to go to our website, 8daysofhope.com, and check, uh, just click on who we are, and you get a great description of Christian organization, nonprofit, non-denominational, and we're committed. We're committed to the communities in working there. You'll see that we're committed to the donors that donate, to use those resources, right, Steve? You're excellent in managing that as well as the rest of the, the board. And we're committed to the volunteers to really provide uh, an avenue that you'll want to come out and serve. And well, 
people have it in their heart. I believe they want to come right. out and help people. And Eight Days of Hope provides an avenue for that to happen, whether you're skilled or non-skilled. Just come on out, and you'll be touched uh, in serving people and loving on them. So our rapid response team goes with them one day, two days, anywhere in the country. Our rebuilding arm, uh, we give them Roman numerals. Uh, next to the the, the oh, yeah, trip name right. so we've done eight days of hope 14 15 16 the next one will be 17 we've done 16 rebuilding trips and those take about 90 days mike to plan because as you know right. thousands of volunteers come for eight days that's right in houston last year 4692 oh, people showed up <laughs> we lodged them and fed them right oh my gosh i think your feed bill is high right <laughs> $161,000, Mike, is what it yeah. cost to feed those volunteers. I remember them come, coming into the where we were eating. We were like, you know, we, we were like sardines we in there. We were sucking it in. We had a in. great time, though. Yeah. People loved it. They just loved on one another. And great food. Right? We're pretty, really great food, too. Amen. <laughs> Eight pounds of hope. Um, sometime this fall, it looks like we're either going to go back to North Carolina or down to Florida to help people rebuild either after Hurricane Michael or Florence. So go to our website. Uh, submit your email address, and we'll keep you in the loop of wherever we go. Today, Mike, we've got a unique guest. You know, we want to share God stories every week. Um, thinking back of the first eight weeks, is there a God story that someone shared that touched you that you can remember of someone just sharing a moment where God showed up in a big way? You know, I, I, we always seem to go back to Chris Childs and we hang our hat on that, mm. him and his wife. I mean, how much God does it get when two people really, you know, anywhere from their marriage to what jobs they had that God just turned their lives around radically to the point of, you know, um, y you know when somebody's life has changed around when they begin to bring other people along Amen. because of the experiences that they've had. And they don't look at it as a, that there, it was a personal disaster or failure, even though that happened. But God restored them, and now they're in the process of restoring other people and bringing them into the ministry. Amen. And there's so many God stories there. You know, Chris and Nikki both left their corporate careers. Chris was leading a construction company, and Nikki was a uh, mid-level leader for right. Coca-Cola. And now they're doing missions full-time yeah. uh, through Global Outreach and Eight Days of Hope. So, yeah, God's story. Today, Mike, we're going to be talking to Pastor David Banks. David okay. is the senior pastor at Garber United Methodist Church, and that's the church, Mike, after Hurricane Florence hit North Carolina. That was our partner church, so we'll be talking to him just in a couple seconds. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, good Gotta guy. Got to those partners. <laughs> I know. You know, and we're going to talk about that with, with Pastor, of what it feels like to get a phone call asking, will you give yeah. your facility up for eight weeks? And a That's, lot of churches said they will do that or they would do that, but when it comes to the moment, it's huge. they're it's hemming huge. it out, right? But, but, but not this church. And, no. and actually, probably most churches don't, yeah. but um, there's a lot of adjustment that needs to be done over those Absolutely. six weeks. But we're going to do that here in just a minute. We want to thank our partners, Life Church, Niagara Gutter, and Kingdom Bound for helping Eight Days of Hope uh, bring you Hope Reigns. Steve Tiber, Mike Fiala here on WDCX. Have you ever felt a kindred spirit with another person, church, or ministry? You know when there's that instant connection with their heart and values? Hey friends, this is Pete Jankowski, lead pastor of Life Church Buffalo. Like so many of you, we became super fans of Eight Days of Hope the moment we were introduced to them. I mean, how can you not? They make God's agenda number one, which is to bring hope, love, and restoration to others. That totally resonates with the heart of Life Church. Maybe some of you have yet to make that kind of connection with a local church family. If so, then I'm here to give you a big invitation to check out Life Church this Sunday. Our desire is to make room for people at every stage of belief to be a community that experiences God every time we're together, to grow our faith in accessible ways, and, like Eight Days of Hope, to devote ourselves to bring the hope and love of Jesus to our world, so that those far from God may be brought closer to Him. For service times and information, head over to lifechurchbuffalo.com, because everyone can get in on this. Kingdom Bound 2019, New York's largest Christian music festival, is coming to Darien Lake Theme Park July 28th through the 31st for four amazing days. Experience the best in Christian music with For King and Country, Crowder, Bethel Music, Danny Gokey, Passion Music, and dozens more artists and speakers this summer at Kingdom Bound. Camp on grounds or commute each day and experience all the festival has to offer for the entire family. Find out more and register today at kingdombound.org. That's kingdombound.org. Eight Days of Hope has traveled the country loving and serving families by helping them rebuild their homes for free after a natural disaster. Now, Eight Days of Hope is launching a new initiative called Eight Days of Hope Buffalo. This eight-day outreach will be serving 100 families with the repairs of their homes in the University District in the city of Buffalo. 
From July 19th to July 26th, you'll have a chance to experience 8 Days of Hope with your friends and volunteers from around the country. Please go to 8daysofhope.com to learn more about this outreach. 8 Days of Hope is a family-friendly ministry. There'll be something for everyone to do. We need skilled volunteers who know how to paint, do carpentry work, roofing, flooring, plumbing, and electrical work as well. We'll also need less skilled volunteers to help with landscaping, cleanup, and with our feeding team. 8 Days of Hope Buffalo from July 19th to the 26th. Come and serve with us for at least three full days and enjoy a free day the following week at Kingdom Bound at Six Flags Darien Lake. Again, for more information, go to 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. To join Steve and Mike, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. Steve Tiber along with Mike Fiello, broadcast of Eight Days of Hope this Easter weekend, Mike. Um, so as you know, Mike, a week ago Friday, there was a press conference here in Buffalo. Oh, my. And uh, tell the listeners a little bit about what you know about 8 Days Old Buffalo coming this July. I'm telling you, first of all, that was an excellent, exciting, uh, it was at the warehouse, and every dignitary that could be known was there. Well, not to be known. <laughs> okay. I mean, I get so excited. The president was, no, yeah, no, there, listen to the, There's a you know, lot of local leader, Pritchard leaders. Was there, yep. Troy Bronner, Councilman Wyatt, and now Mayor Brown was yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Always, we got to mention Glenn Jackson from the M and T, the support that they gave us. But everybody was excited to know and to hear that Eight Days of Hope is going to be uh, from July nineteenth to twenty sixth, serving the University District community where our warehouse is, and we're going to be serving families, a hundred families. We're going to go in and, and and assess it and look what do they need we're, for free. We're going to either do roofs or porches or landscaping. They have five things that they can give us to work on. We'll see if we can get to them all. It depends on how many volunteers. Yeah, and the weather. And the weather, sure, right. right. But uh, the heart is, and, and most of the money, I think, is, is raised for it at this point. Yeah, it is. And so this isn't a disaster uh, relief outreach, but it's more of let's work with the local church, yes. different denominations. Let's come together and serve 100 families right here in the city of Buffalo. Volunteers from 17 states have already signed up, Mike, oh, including Canada. Incredible. I know it's not a state, but another country. <laughs> and uh, we're really excited. So go to 8daysofhope.com. Watch the two-minute promotional video. And if you live in the university district, you're listening today, or you know someone that lives in the district, if they own the house and they are living in it and they need assistance, those applications are on our website or they can go to Councilman Wyatt's office. But we need those by May 1st. So you have about another, what, seven, 10 days to turn that in. Yeah, you got to get them in. Yeah, so please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Tell them about the spilling into Kingdom Bound. Yeah, so you volunteer for three of those eight days, mm-hmm. and we're going to give you a free commuter ticket the following week okay. to go to Kingdom Bound. Free, no charge. I like free. <laughs> you like free? Free free, free tickets, uh, free house being, being, yeah. being done. Oh, it's, it's going to be a great it week. It doesn't get any better. I know. <laughs> eight great. Days of Hope Buffalo. Check it out. Again, uh, go to our website, 8 Days of Hope. Dot com. Well, right now, we're really excited to have our uh, our guest for the day. Uh, our guest for the day is uh, Pastor David Banks. Uh, pastor, He's the senior pastor at Garber United Methodist Church in a beautiful part of North Carolina, New Bern, North Carolina. Mm. Good morning, Pastor David. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you doing? Doing well. It's good hearing your voice. We haven't chatted in a while. I know you've been busy. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> that is that is the nature, I think, of almost uh, everybody's life everywhere, but certainly in the life of uh, uh, a church. Uh, uh, there are plenty of uh, reasons to be occupied with our time. Yes. So late last year, Pastor Banks, and by the way, uh, we're joined today by Mike Fiella, our co-host. Good morning, Pastor. I, I, Good morning, I, Mike. Yeah, I'm familiar with the life of a pastor and how busy it can get, as well as a, a, a father and a a husband. So, thanks for your time coming out and. Uh, oh, certainly. Morning. So, Pastor Banks, la- late last year, uh, you were pastoring or are pastoring a church in New Bern, North Carolina, and a beautiful, beautiful part of the state. One of my favorite so- southern towns. Uh, in just love New Bern. Um, a storm came. It was called Hurricane Florence. So, why don't you just share a little bit with the listeners? You're a pastor of a church, and Florence is coming. What is going through your mind, not knowing where the storm was going to go, and uh, just share a little bit what you were thinking the day or two before that storm actually hit. Well, of course, you you go through a number of uh, mental sequences, I guess. Uh, having having 
served churches on the coast of North Carolina for decades. I've been through many hurricanes. So in part, you're, you're trying to anticipate, uh, is this the, the normal and the usual hurricane that uh, if it comes and if it's a direct hit, it is unsettling for your uh, life and congregation's lives for several days or a week, uh, that um, you, know, you lose your electricity and all what will be required to just make it, um, make, this, make it through the days without electricity. or Then you begin to consider, now, what do we need to do? Are, are we checking on our homebound families, our elderly? Yeah. Same time, you're watching the storm, and you're, you're recognizing that this is developing not as this is not category one or two or three, but indeed a category four, and it has grown uh, not just powerful in in terms of its wind speed, but it's also grown large. So I always watch the uh, the distance across the storm. What's how far out from center do tropical winds uh, occur? And sometimes you get a storm where, you know, you've got hurricane force winds out 40 miles from center and tropical force winds out 80 or 100 miles from center. And you think, okay, that's a that storm is 200 miles across. Or sometimes you get storms that are much bigger than that. Well, this one developed uh, powerfully in terms of the velocity of the wind, but it also developed a very large diameter. So, so we know we're dealing with a... Um, uh, even if you don't get a direct hit, you're dealing with a significant hit. I think what what surprised us here is uh, the amount of storm surge it was generating. Right. And and we're no strangers to storm surge, and certainly no strangers to storm surge having served on the coast. Uh, but but this was generating a massive amount, and and of course we're praying. We're asking sure, sure. God to intervene. I had a conversation after Hurricane Floyd, which also brought devastated, devastating flooding to this area back in 99. I had a conversation with somebody after Hurricane Floyd who said, uh, some people are saying God's judging us. I just told them God had nothing to do with this. And I said to my friend, do you really want to go there? If God has nothing to do with these things, why pray? Uh, I don't know what's in the heart and mind of God, but I know that I expect that God is involved and has not left us absent. So we prayed before Hurricane Florence came. And when it abated in, in wind speed and dropped from Category 4 to Category 1, you know, we're we're just giving God praise and glory right. and thanksgiving because uh, we're seeing prayers answered. Mm. What what took me by surprise, uh, totally by surprise, was the the assumption. Just hadn't thought through it. The assumption that if the wind speed uh, diminishes, the surge would diminish, mm. but it had generated a Category Four surge. Right. And and so we we got a category four surge, mm. uh, even though the wind speed had diminished. So the, the storm, Pastor Banks, was a very slow moving storm. The amount of rain that it dropped uh, in North Carolina uh, was was beyond expectations. So you're you're in the middle of you know of course pastoring a church. You're you're you're, you're keeping your eyes open on the storm on on elderly members of your church, uh, the widows. Uh, meanwhile, you've got your own family and your own house yes. in the area. How do you keep balanced during a crazy, you know, crazy situation? I don't know how to answer that question. I wish I did. <laughs> I wish I were one of those pastors who, after 40 years of ministry, had discerned balance. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's fair. <laughs> it, it's, it's a difficult thing to answer. You... You have callings on your life. Hmm. You, you know, we, the word vocation means calling, and I have been called to pastoral ministry, and I've certainly been called to this congregation. I have been called to be a husband. I've been 
called to be a son-in-law and I've been called to be a, a father. Yeah. I have a elderly in-laws who live uh, on waterfront in Carter County, Moorhead City, which uh, took quite a brunt of this as well. It's It would be 30 miles from here in New Bern to the south, uh, southeast of us, mm-hmm. right on the water. I have a elderly parent who's still alive in Raleigh, and when you're dealing with a storm this size sure. and the forward velocity, of because you have the wind speed, you have forward velocity, you have width, you know, there are a lot of factors. So we're, we're looking for the storm to go to Raleigh. I have, uh, I called my son, who is in Moorhead City, who is a student in Moorhead City, his final year of uh, uh, college. He I said, son, I want you to evacuate, but Grandma and Granddaddy are not going to leave their house. So I'm going to ask you to do what I don't want to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you to ride a Category 4 storm out on the waterfront Mm. in Moorhead City. Oh, my gosh. Because we're not going to abandon uh, these these wonderful people in our lives. Right, right. right. So, so much... Oh, go ahead. And, I'm sorry. And, you know, that's just one one piece of it. And then that means my wife and I are here without any children in the home. My my kids are all the youngest is the one in Moorhead. He's in his early twenties. Uh, so we turn our attention to neighbors. We turn our attention to church members. And uh, my wife, having been in, uh, I entered into full time vocational ministry in April of nineteen. 19- 78 and got married to her in August of 78 so she's she's got a heart for this as well so mm-hmm. we turned our attention to what it means to have uh, our congregation ready for this storm and boy and you guys did a phenomenal job of, of getting ready and uh, I know Mike we, we've got about three minutes left in this segment but Mike I know you wanted to pop him a question and so Pastor Banks thank you well, for uh yeah, Pastor Banks, it, 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 it sounds what you just described, that is a mission field in itself. Amen. So what prepared you for this? I mean, when, when did you really become first involved in missions and even Eight Days of Hope? Well, in terms of the, the whole mission component, I, I had a dramatic conversion decades ago. I didn't have the, the full sense of how Christianity was a, a, lot, a lot of places, so I went to the only Christian college that existed in the world, in my knowledge. I went to what was called Columbia Bible College in Columbia, South Carolina. And that school, as a Christian school, now Columbia International University, has a heart for missions. And it opened Mm -hmm. my eyes, not just to the fact there are Christian schools everywhere, uh, but opened my eyes to what God is doing around the world. So I've had a heart for missions all along. My wife and I sought to be uh, vocationally uh, missionaries. God clearly closed the door. We don't have time for that discussion now, sent me in uh, pastoral ministry in the United States, and I've had a, a heart for loving the world in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. all my ministry. Amen. And, and and that means here in, in New Bern, we don't yes. just care for our neighbors, it means we also have a heart for Haiti, and our church has a a long-term relationship in ministry with Haiti and ministry in Russia. Mm-hmm. We're cultivating ministry in East Africa at the present time and in Appalachia here in the United States. That's long-term, decades-long here in the church. We cultivate that. So when the hurricane's coming, the church has a heart to be unashamedly the representatives of Jesus Christ where we are and with all we meet and with all whom God would send us. That's the heart of this congregation. Good answer. What, what, I, what I love about your church, Pastor Banks, and we're going to have to go to a break. Our, our segment is just about up. I love about your churches, and we'll talk right when we get back. We have a lot of ground to cover in the, the next 14-minute segment, but um, what I love about um, Garber United Methodist Church is that you have no problem and embrace 
the thought of being the hands and feet of Jesus, not only uh, in your community, uh, but regionally. And now, since Hurricane Florence, and we're going to go there in a minute, um, so I'm going to put you on hold here, but uh, we're going to talk about uh, even your son now, who has gone on some mission trips after Eight Days of Hope in, in, in uh, your church partnered. But uh, again, we're with Pastor Banks. I'm Steve Tiber, along with Mike Fiel. We're going to be back in just a couple minutes. You are listening to Hope Reigns on WDCX. Niagara Gutter loves the Western New York community. They've been serving residential and commercial clients here since 1962. Their team of trained professionals is focused on providing customers with the absolute best service and quality possible. Niagara Gutter takes pride in going above and beyond your expectations. That's why they're trusted by the best in the business. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau for 15 consecutive years, an A rating with Angie's List for 12 consecutive years, and were awarded the Angie's List Super Service Award for three years straight. Let Niagara Gutter service your home. Check out their website at niagara-gutter.com to read reviews of their service, or call them today for an estimate at 695-3500. Mention 8 Days of Hope to receive a 10% discount on your gutter service. Niagara Gutter. Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider. Have you ever felt a kindred spirit with another person, church, or ministry? You know when there's that instant connection with their heart and values? Hey friends, this is Pete Jankowski, lead pastor of Life Church Buffalo. Like so many of you, we became super fans of Eight Days of Hope the moment we were introduced to them. I mean, how can you not? They make God's agenda number one which is to bring hope, love, and restoration to others. That totally resonates with the heart of Life Church. Maybe some of you have yet to make that kind of connection with a local church family. If so, then I'm here to give you a big invitation to check out Life Church this Sunday. Our desire is to make room for people at every stage of belief, to be a community that experiences God every time we're together, to grow our faith in accessible ways, and, like Eight Days of Hope, to devote ourselves to bring the hope and love of Jesus to our world so that those far from God may be brought closer to Him. For service times and information, head over to lifechurchbuffalo.com because everyone can get in on this. Eight Days of Hope has traveled the country loving and serving families by helping them rebuild their homes for free after a natural disaster. Now, Eight Days of Hope is launching a new initiative called Eight Days of Hope Buffalo. This eight-day outreach will be serving 100 families with the repairs of their homes in the University District in the city of Buffalo. From July 19th to July 26th, you'll have a chance to experience Eight Days of Hope with your friends and volunteers from around the country. Please go to 8daysofhope.com to learn more about this outreach. Eight Days of Hope is a family-friendly ministry. There'll be something for everyone to do. We need skilled volunteers who know how to paint, do carpentry work, roofing, flooring, plumbing, and electrical work as well. We'll also need less skilled volunteers to help with landscaping, cleanup, and with our feeding team. Eight Days of Hope Buffalo from July 19th to the 26th. Come and serve with us for at least three full days and enjoy a free day the following week at Kingdom Bound at Six Flags Darien Lake. Again, for more information, go to 8daysofhope.com. This is Hope Reigns. To join the conversation, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Well, welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber along with Mike Fiello. Remember, you can listen to every broadcast we've ever had on Hope Reigns on our website. Go to 8daysofhope.com, click on media, mm-hmm. and you can listen to uh, to some past conversations. There's a couple of nice pictures on there. Check those out of Steve with his uh, you know headphones on and us looking at each other. It wasn't posed, was it? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't know. I think we got to update that. I don't know, I, I, I don't know yeah, about it. Yeah, maybe but, we do. Yeah. Okay, anyways, but hey, thank you so much for uh, being with us this morning. Easter weekend, and we are on the phone with Pastor David Banks. Pastor Banks is the senior pastor of Garber United Methodist Church located in Newburn, North Carolina. And in the first segment, Pastor Banks, we talked a little bit about your passion for missions and um, God just having you right there in the middle of the storm. Um, talk a little bit about with the listeners. So you got a phone call from uh, someone here at Eight Days of Hope. Uh, what what were you thinking through? We, we asked you, would you be willing to let us utilize your church for six to eight weeks? And so um, tell me what, what, what goes through your mind when you get that phone call and, and just, uh, again, maybe a, a two-minute version of, of what it all what decisions had to be made and, and what flexibility had to be offered by your congregation? First, let me speak of Providence, Providence that in 
incredible and gracious provision of God working even before we know. In the middle of the storm, my music pastor here at the church contacts me and says he has a friend who works with a Christian relief agency, and they're curious about coming. And uh, and now we're still in the storm, mm. <laughs> totally oh, in gosh. the storm. And in my sense at this point, I'm looking, you know, the water surrounds my house. I mean, we're totally in the storm. <laughs> and uh, But there was, there's this network of relationships where one of the persons who's, who's tied as a missionary to Eight Days of Hope knew our um, minister of music and worship arts. And then, I guess, as the storm abates, you know, I get the call from Steve Tiber who says, we want to come. Can we come? We've seen it on the news. Well, I didn't know Eight Days of Hope. I didn't know Steve. I hadn't even at that point made the connection between the, my music minister's contact with me. Oh, okay. And, and my first question was, who are you? Uh, tell me, tell me. Uh, we as a church are very intentional. We want in our mission endeavors clearly and unambiguously the name Christ. We want to do good, but we want to do good in the name of Christ. The, the Methodist, right. United Methodist Church followed the general rules, and one is do all the good you can to as many people as you can, as often as you can, everywhere you can. But we often drop the next two statements, to their bodies and to their souls. Mm. And we want to do good to bodies and souls together in unity. So Steve convinced me that this is an incredibly Christ-focused, Christ-honoring, people-loving, good-to-bodies-and-souls organization. And, and I said, come. And, and our structure in the Methodist Church allows me as a pastor to have a little bit more authority than some other mm. denominations would have. Thank you, Jesus. So I, yeah. I, committed, I committed the church. We didn't have the means to call a board together and say, let's talk about this. I committed because we needed to act. We had, our, just in our church, we were trying to get a sense. We had 37 families completely flooded out of their homes, 60, oh uh, 60 additional families with, with, with loss, but not completely flooded out. We had 100 church members' families. And when you deal that with the thousands in this, this area of New Bern and the county and the county next door, the two counties next door, it's thousands of homes. So uh, we needed to act. So, so the providence would be where I started, and the clear conviction of eight days of hope to 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 do this for love of people and for so, love of Christ, so, and not confuse the importance of both. So, so Pastor Banks, I mean, here it is. You're just in the middle of the storm. You're coming out of it. Things are a mess. Let me ask you quickly: How what what size staff do you have at the church? Uh, that's always a moving target. I have a preschool staff of twenty. And I have a non-preschool or ministry staff, including our site team of 18. Okay, so you have, oh, wow, that's a huge staff. Now you got all these eight days of hopers on your doorstep. For weeks, Mike. Yes. I mean, we were there like six, seven weeks, weren't we, Pastor Banks? Right, you were. Mm-hmm. And how many volunteers came out, Stephen? Oh, my gosh. We had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds Absolutely. and hundreds. They slept there. They ate there. The command center was there. Uh, Pastor Banks, your staff was amazing. So how do you weather that? I know that there's need, and I know, obviously, we see your mission's heart. We see your your, your loving kindness to, to reach out to your community. But now there's a practical. There's people in my hallways, in my bathrooms, in my you know sanctuary. And how does that get fleshed out? Well, certainly you're dealing with the pragmatics of all of this, and I and one thing I do have is, uh, you know, I tell people I don't do anything here really. I just have staff who do great job, and I walk around telling people thank you. you know, it's, <laughs> now, it's, come on, now I, I've seen I'm you. Serious. I, I, you're an encourager. I, I, you love people. I get it, but brother, I, I I mean, you you bring the meetings together and you provide that leadership. But go ahead. I mean, but, but don't the, don't tell yourself short. Logistically. Um, You've got to, a pastor needs to know the heart of the church. Amen. And and the heart of Garver Church is just incredibly filled with Amen. love for God Absolutely. and love for others. So uh, I went to the congregation and said, "We're bringing this 
group in our entire ministry center which is three floors and large room and is going to be given to caring for our neighbors love it so we're we are going to move everything we do into our uh our other facility across the street mm-hmm. and that means that we're going to have uh weeks of awkwardness and difficulty but we're doing this because God Amen. has put us here for this time in this place, and we we own that. That it's no accident nope. that we're here. Nope. And, and and I tell you, Pastor Banks, you and your staff and your congregation did it in excellence. Um, your your congregation brought us more desserts. I mean, I, I came <laughs> down I think for a total of four days, two different times. Uh, our leaders were down there for multiple weeks. And every time I went home, my, my belt loop moved one, one little spot there, brother. So, hey. Um, it was the laundry. No, it was. Is that what it was? Well, you know, that was the most impressive thing to me when I saw the interaction. Of course, our people volunteered with sure. their Days of Hope. They our did. people did. Enough. But, but we had this magic hallway, and the dirty laundry got dropped in the morning. From the volunteers. Right. And then it was back clean in the evening, and the, the people Amazing. of the church just walked in, they picked up a bag, they took it home, oh, they laundered it, they brought it back. That's awesome. And I think it was over 300 different volunteers, some were here the whole seven weeks, 300 different volunteers from 31 states yes. and Canada yes. came came to New Bern with Eight Days of Hope. Love it. We had about a dozen people here from Buffalo uh, and mm-hmm. Western New York and Southern Ontario, Mike. Yes. Hey, uh, Pastor Banks, only a couple more minutes, and I'm sorry. Gosh, we could have talked to you f- for mm, an hour yes. and a half. but Yes, we're just scratching the surface here. Oh, I know. <laughs> your son, though, uh, we got to meet your son in New Bern, but since then, your son has served with us. Um, talk a little bit about your son and his service with Eight Days of Hope, please. Well, he, of course, the, the his heart is there, and he um, had the opportunity here to, to serve, and very briefly here, and he began to realize that this type of ministry resonates with his soul. Mm. And then right on the heels of this, you know, it's we, we've got to be praying for our country when you think of all of it happened, just Damn. Florence hit and Michael hit and the tornadoes and sure. the fires out west. and so So he served here. He made... He saw that he had skills that could benefit, so he went and spent a couple. Uh, twice he went to to Florida after Michael, and kind kindly, lovingly, when he walked in uh, to Florida, Chris Childs, who's important in your organization, Chris saw him, and I don't know. God said to Chris, "Take that boy." Uh, Underwing, and Chris has been really good. Even in the interim between the times he's there, Chris will text him or call him and keep some tabs on him. So my son spent a couple of weeks in Florida, and then has spent a couple of weeks in Alabama after the devastating and terrible tornadoes. He has a heart for Christ, and and you've given him opportunity not only to take his skill because he's he's as a young man, 22. He's very good with his hands. He's very good with a chainsaw. He's very good with with those tactile sorts of things. You've given him opportunity to take the skills he has, the love he has for Christ, and the love he has for people, and to put that to work for Jesus. Hmm. And and there's been uh, uh, the cultivation on the part of Eight Days of Hope um, leadership to, to to pull him out in ways he perhaps has been a bit shyer, like right. you're praying, <laughs> sure. you're praying sure. before the meal, or you're praying sure. with sure. the family, and and that has just been an yeah. incredible gift That's from great. you to our family oh, that you boy. have found a way to help our son l- express his faith so clearly. Well, Pastor, it's been wonderful. Oh, Pastor Banks, um, we we always tell volunteers that once you come one time, you are now part of the Eight Days of Hope family. family yes. And your son, you, your staff, your church, we love uh, Garby United Methodist Church. We love your heart. It's been so much fun. Um, I've met your son and seen him serve down in Panama City and uh, love the relationships that God has allowed him to be a part of. And, and of course, you know, we win too. It isn't just about us you know, leading and serving, we, we, we grow as believers, too, when we get a chance right. to meet uh, young men like your son. So thank you. Pastor Banks, it has been an honor to have you today with us here on Hope Reigns. 
Uh, your church uh, was instrumental to, to helping Eight Days of Hope help families after Hurricane Florence. In the midst of your own challenges, just want to say thank you. And, and now sending volunteers from your church to continue to serve with Eight Days of Hope, brother. We love you. We appreciate you. Uh, thank you for your, your trust. Um, man, I tell you, we're a better organization because we have served and met people uh, like you and, and, and your staff. Thank you so much. Well, you're welcome, and we just praise God for you all. In the words of Scripture, the Apostle speaks of this profound thanksgiving even across the distance, and Mm -hmm. we feel very much the same way here. Well, Pastor Banks, happy Easter, my friend. I pray that tomorrow is a great day for you, your church, your family. Please give your son a hug for us, and um, we, we know that we will talk again in the near future. God bless you all, and may God continue to give you impact. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Bye-bye. Senior Pastor uh, David Banks from Garber United Methodist Church, and he was the senior pastor down there, Mike. Uh, Their church was amazing. Now think about it, Mike. You've been a pastor. Mm -hmm. Someone comes to you, and like you said, he didn't know anyone, right? Right, right. Gets a phone call. Gets a phone call and says, can we use your building for the next eight weeks? you got to be thinking, what? Flexibility? <laughs> Remember, what is it, Gumby? Remember Gumby from years <laughs> yes. ago, that green guy that was real flexible? Absolutely. Their church had to be flexible. You have to be. I mean, when you when you have as many volunteers, I think it was 300. Yes, 350, in, I think. And I was laughing when you were saying this. I mean, they're not the prettiest people. I mean, in their hearts they are, but they come in with the beards, and they come in, you know, they're just looking like... I just want to serve. Sure, <laughs> from all over the country. All over the country. So you wonder who's coming to my front doors, but yes. once you get to meet them, obviously everybody's yeah. there, love on people, love on Jesus. But it ter- it turns your whole church life upside down. He told us, uh, told me that he's had members of his church lives be changed I because can, yeah. of that hurricane, where they yeah. had a chance to serve with us and and with each other. To you know, I don't know about you, but I can be I can be mm-hmm. selfish, Mike. But when I take my eyes off myself, that's right, and serve others. That's right. Things click. It it it's a whole. That is the the hardest thing to do, but the most important thing for us to do is to get our eyes off ourselves and on Jesus and what is going on. Amen. Pastor said it best. You know, I mean, some people were saying, well, "Why is God doing this to us? A flood? A, a hurt? You know, no, God." No, no. Look what God did. His own son. Sure, God, sure. God has intentions to, to, to pull us out and change our lives. God could have sent that storm back to the ocean because that's who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say, after 13 years, I've seen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people get to know him because of a disaster. Right. And um, anyways. Wow, thank you, Pastor yep. Banks. Steve Tiber with Mike Fellow. We listen to Hope Reigns on WDCX. Kingdom Bound 2019, New York's largest Christian music festival, is coming to Darien Lake Theme Park July 28th through the 31st for four amazing days. Experience the best in Christian music with For King and Country, Crowder, Bethel Music, Danny Gokey, Passion Music, and dozens more artists and speakers this summer at Kingdom Bound. Camp on grounds or commute each day and experience all the festival has to offer for the entire family. Find out more and register today at kingdombound.org. That's kingdombound.org. This crazy 2019 winter has done some serious damage to many roofs and gutters across Western New York. If you're one of the homeowners who have been affected, repair your storm damage and prevent future damage with Niagara Gutter, Western New York's premier gutter experts. With almost 60 years of service in the Buffalo community, they provide the absolute best quality gutters and service in the area with incredible prices. Niagara Gutter is dedicated to serving the Western New York community and has excelled not only at serving its customers, but also the community it serves. They work local, help local, and give local. That's why they've partnered with organizations like Eight Days of Hope and the Buffalo City Mission. Call Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider at 695-3500. Mention Eight Days of Hope to receive a 10% discount on your gutter service. Or check out their website at niagara-gutter.com. Niagara Gutter, Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider. Eight Days of Hope has traveled the country loving and serving families by helping them rebuild their homes for free after a natural disaster. Now, Eight Days of Hope is launching a new initiative called Eight Days of Hope Buffalo. This eight-day outreach will be serving 100 families with the repairs of their homes in the University District in the city of Buffalo. From July 19th to July 26th, you'll have a chance to experience Eight Days of Hope with your friends and volunteers from around the country. 
Please go to 8daysofhope.com to learn more about this outreach. 8 Days of Hope is a family-friendly ministry. There'll be something for everyone to do. We need skilled volunteers who know how to paint, do carpentry work, roofing, flooring, plumbing, and electrical work as well. We'll also need less skilled volunteers to help with landscaping, cleanup, and with our feeding team. 8 Days of Hope Buffalo from July 19th to the 26th. Come and serve with us for at least three full days and enjoy a free day the following week at Kingdom Bound at Six Flags Darien Lake. Again, for more information, go to 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. To join Steve and Mike, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Well, top of the morning to you. You're listening to Hope Reigns here on WDCX. Also on our website, Mike, 8daysofhope.com. Mm-hmm. You've been there. I live there. <laughs> yeah, you live there. <laughs> no, I love to check it out. because It's changing. It is. It's very informational. Steve, you're on top of things updating that and uh so in conjunction with all every all the volunteers across the country that sure. are posting on facebook you just yes. it's a community it that is you can get the information on anything that's going on at any time with eight days of hope 152 volunteer leaders mm. 11 different denominations baptist pentecostal assemblies of god catholic mennonite wow. are part of our leadership team it's very diverse uh-huh. but bible believing and we share jesus and yes we just go love and serve people in need go to our website eightdaysofhope.com and submit your email address and whenever god opens up a door for us to help a family after a disaster anywhere in the country where God calls us to go. You can be a part of it. It's free. We provide the food and mm-hmm. lodging. We're family-friendly. In fact, eight days of Hope Buffalo in July, Yes, you can bring your kids. And if you come for three days, guess where you're going the next week, Mike? Oh, yes. KB, baby. Kingdom Bound. Oh, music festival. Skillet for King and Country. Yeah. Bethel, Passion. Oh, have you ever been to Passion, Mike? I have been at some of their conferences. Okay. And, and I'm telling you, you just... Uh, you know, you you, you just got experience. You, you walk in, you experience just the the presence of God. Amen. And you know, I don't make it sound like your your feet are ten feet off the ground, but they literally are. Your spirit is so encouraged and lifted up. You'll find your life being changed. You know. Wow, I can't wait. Um, my daughter was a senior in high school, okay. and part of their uh, their senior trip from our church in Tupelo, Mississippi, um, we, they went to uh, the. Pa- uh, passion Conference right. Uh, right after Christmas, okay. and that's where Chris Tomlin and and the Passion Band and David mm. Crowder and and so I, uh, they said you know we need a couple chaperones and of course <laughs> I put my two hands and two feet up in there the air say go. pick me pick me mm. <laughs> man that was an amazing amazing time but they're coming to Kingdom Bound as yep. well but yeah for more information go to atsoup.com Pastor Banks uh, our guest today yes. senior pastor at Garby United Methodist Church when you think about our our conversation with him what what goes through your mind Mike. Well, just a man that has to make decisions like you do and like leaders do in in the middle of a storm. How do you do that? How do you balance that? And he seemed to really weather that well as mm-hmm. far as, you know, yes. I mean, I was thinking as he was talking, if a storm's coming in, I think of my, my wife and my, 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 my kids, my grandkids. But then I think I got a wider, mm-hmm. you know, base of, you know, they're all my family. Yeah, a lot I mean, of people are leaning on your decisions. I, mean, I was an associate pastor in a church, and those folks, the, I mean, the elderly, those that I know are shut-ins, we had to look at those. My own right. mother-in-law at the time, you know, mm. uh, 90 years old before she went home to be with the Lord. So there's so much. But to weather that with a sensible head and but a heart that, okay, God, you knew this was happening. Uh, I, you're my God. I'm praying to you. Give me the wisdom, the direction. Help me to make the right steps right now, but then get up and go. You know, it's amazing. Um, I, I was just, I was sharing with the leader yesterday who's going through a tough time. I was just trying to give him a penny's worth of wisdom. I don't know if I had a penny, but I just said, you know what? At the end of the day, when things are going great, uh, leaders aren't measured when things are going great. Right. I mean, leaders are born and true leaders uh, rise at the top during very tough times. Mm-hmm. So this hurricane's coming. He's got this huge church. He's got, you know, what, 50 staff, 45 staff that he's ultimately responsible for, his family, parents uh, on Moorhead right on the beach. That's right. Um, and, and he's got to make quick decisions. Mm. Not everybody can do that, Mike. Not, that's not everybody's gift. It doesn't mean that someone's better than someone else because they can do it. That just isn't their gift. Not everybody's mm. a gifted leader. Well, leaders, and I see it in him, Steve, I see it in you, I see it in strong leaders that I've met, are centered. 
because it seems like everything's, I mean, what I mean by that, what is our center? What is our base? How many times have you stood up in front of people and said, look, if you're here, and we appreciate that you're here, you're talented, you know how to do drywall, you, got, you know how to swing a hammer properly, but what are you really here for? The center is Christ. We're here to share Christ. We're here to serve people. And, you know, you, you stop for a minute and you say, man, that guy's centered. Okay, that's why I'm here. So now when I am in the midst of the storm or the drywall wasn't delivered on time or you know, I missed right, something, right. you're centered. I, sure. I'm here to serve Jesus. I'm going to do that in the midst of no matter what is happening at this moment. You know, if it, it you know, my lunch didn't. My lunch is burnt. And they didn't. I didn't want the peanut That's butter right. and jelly. I wanted that. Right. You know, I wanted my bologna. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. A, a strong leader is centered, and, and, but they keep they just keep going forward, no matter what is surrounding them. You know, when God created you, Mike, and created me, He gave us some gifts, and every listener out there has gifts. If you've never taken a spiritual gift uh, a quiz, just Google that. Ask your church. If if you need one, we'll provide one. Just email us mm-hmm. or call us, and we'll we'll send you one. But it's it's important to know who you are in That's Christ, right. and and we're now he didn't give me the gift of singing, Mike. I love to worship. Mm-hmm. Um, he's given you that gift, oh. and I'm thankful that God's connected you and I. But but um, each of us do have gifts. Sometimes the Absolutely. enemy tries to tell us that that we can't do anything right. Well, yes, th- there's two things that happen. The enemy tells you 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 can't do anything right, or you see somebody else's gift and Ooh. you start l- wanting that and, oh. and admiring it. And it might not really be your gift, and you try to. Sure. You're, it's your. It's like a, you're like a fish out of water sometimes okay. until you realize that. Yes, get into what God has for you, because that's where you'll be the most satisfied, fulfilled, and effective in our community. I love that, Mike. Well, thank you so much for listening today, Easter weekend. Uh, thank you again, Pastor Banks, uh, for sharing uh, with the listeners a little bit about the journey, uh, what happens right after a hurricane. It's chaos, but. As you said, Mike, if you keep God in the center of it, our God is not a God of chaos or confusion. That's right. He is not. But uh, Father, we just want to thank you Mm -hmm. uh, this this day, Father, for Pastor Banks and for um, not only his church, but other churches around the country that have opened up their facilities, not just to Eight Days of Hope, but to Samaritan's Purse and Hands of Hope and Convoy of Hope and other ministries out there that you have called to love and serve people in need. Father, bless his church. Bless that man. Bless his family. That's right. Father, we just we just lift up this weekend to you, Father, mm. that you would show Mike and I and others who we should invite to church for tomorrow, Father. Yes, um, Father, 80% of the people, Father, will say yes if we ask, Father. Mm. Show us who we should invite mm-hmm. to church tomorrow, tomorrow, Father. Father, we love you. Thank yes. you for allowing us to serve families in Nebraska. And thank you for the volunteers who have already signed up to come to Buffalo, New York this July mm-hmm. with Eight Days of Hope. Father, we love you. Yes. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks, Steve. Another week in the books, Mike. All um, right. Man, I hope you and your family have a great Easter tomorrow. And you. I know you got family traveling in. I know we do. It's going to be exciting. Oh, exciting. Lo- There's nothing like seeing, and you know, <laughs> ask, ask your bride. Right. There's nothing, especially to the wives, when mm. everyone's there. Now, not everyone's going to be there to, this you know, this weekend, right. but 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 many of them will be there. So It's heartwarming. Yeah. It, there's nothing like nothing like family. Yes. Hey, thank you for listening today to Hope Rain. Steve Tiber, along with Mike Fiala. I want to thank our partners, Brad Klein at Niagara Gutter. Hey, if you need some gutter work done around your house, I know the weather is cooperating. You're outside. Give Brad a call and mention Eight Days of Hope. He'll give you a nice discount. And it's always nice that Brad knows that people are listening and responding to the need. Want to thank Life Church and Kingdom Bound, Life Church in West Seneca. Check them out tomorrow. They have three services, and we'd love to see you at Kingdom Bound. We'll give you a free pass if you serve with us for three days. Go to our website, 8daysope.com, or go to kingdombound.org. We love you guys. We'll see you next week on Hope Reigns on WDCX. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.